Just as a disclaimer, we want you to know that some of the movies that we will be reviewing were shot in a different time and era where people of race and sex were not treated equally. We understand this and hope you do too. The movies or anything that happened on the sets are not the views of this podcast or what this show is intended to be all about. Exactly. And we want to give due diligence in presenting the movie and not the views of the cast or directors or anyone involved. But we also feel it's necessary to let the audience know some of the background information to get a feel for what was happening at the time of shooting the film. Again, we hope you understand that we do not agree with everything that went on and we just want to give out the information. And with that being said, hope you enjoy the show. guys we're back uh here with the tragedy cinema the real talk episode number two of real, talk real talk two real talk um, for those of you that don't know i'm jimbo this is my counterpart co-host terrence and this is uh basically where we just lay back there's no script there's really i just have a few things on my sheet there's no notes there's no research it's just where we get to lay back. The ramblings of two gentlemen Talk about, about whatever we feel like talking about. Um, <laughs> if there's any questions or anything, you know, news and noteworthy, this is where we get and talk about everything. Um, if you haven't checked out our first one, we talked about The Little Mermaid being an African-American uh, little girl now. Yep. We talked about The Genie being blue and Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. uh, we talked a lot about Netflix. Yep. Um, so we're going to start this episode off with... Uh, coming, I think October fifth or November fifth. November fifth. It's October. It's October. It's 5th? next month. Whoa! Yeah, it's like it's two right weeks. Around, at least I think it was October. Uh, we'll be talking about Disney Plus for a little bit. Yeah. Actually, uh, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna look up that date while you give your spiel. Just another, just another way Disney can take over the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, they come on. I mean, they already have California. They have Florida. Now they're gonna just take over your whole life. Um, but some of the content that they're putting on there. November. Yeah, I thought it was November it 5th. Was November. Remember, remember the 5th of November? Is that what it is? Uh, uh, the 12th. Really? Yep. Uh, that, okay, so it's because we have international viewers. It launches November 12th in the U.S., Canada, and the Netherlands. Uh, and then it will launch uh, later in the week on the 19th for Australia and New Zealand. Uh, so um, before we, we just got done finishing our Star Trek recording, uh, we went ahead and did this one uh, tonight too. Um, Terrence uh, had not seen the new Mandalorian trailer for Star Wars. Which I did see now. Which I just showed it to him, and you know I had to keep him in his chair because he was jumping up and down like a little kid in a candy store. Here's, here's what I find interesting. This is just... I'm going to touch on like trailers in general. I love this trailer because it gives me just enough to get excited for it, but it tells me nothing, no, and it absolutely nothing, nothing about, about it. it. Because that's the problem with trailers nowadays, is sometimes you get trailers that reveal way too much. You get trailers that... Give all the punchlines to a movie. Oh, uh, a, the biggest happens. example is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. They put all the, a lot of punchlines, a lot of really funny punchlines in the trailer. So you laugh when you see the trailer, right? And then you see the trailer over and over. When you start, like, you know, the, you'll see the trailer when you're trying to watch YouTube videos. You'll see the trailer, yada, yada, yada. And then when I'm in the theater, finally watching the movie and those jokes happen... 
Nothing. I'm not going to lie. Know, you because don't I've seen react. the joke over and over and over. And so uh, uh, this trailer was so well done. And it's got me so excited for it. But it also, I have no idea what to expect with this show. I mean, I like how you've seen the different Mandalorians. You could tell there was a, different, a couple different... Um, factions of the Mandalorians there yep. by just by the colors like one of them had red one of them was gray um, so I think there's different leagues of the yep. Mandalorians and they, they, they're showing a, a different uh, style of the Mandalorian armor and right. suit but what I also liked is they had just enough of the old stuff in there like they showed some people frozen in carbonite oh yeah I was like oh yes right you know what I mean uh, they, so, they mentioned bounty hunters you see IG-88 uh, or a version or a version of, of I think it's IG-88 to be honest well, I don't know Depends on where they're going to throw it in there. I, I, I just don't think it's the real IGD. I think he's already dead. It's just another <laughs> prototype of the same model. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see who's right. Mark this date down. We'll see who's right. I know, right? right? Um, yeah, The Mandalorian. I, that's one that's coming. Another one that's coming to Disney+. Plus. I don't know if you've seen the trailer for it, but is the live-action Lady and the Tramp. Oh, yep. I did see that. I think uh, that's going to be fantastic. All the um, dogs in that movie are were... Uh, from rescue homes or from really? rescue centers like Pound, okay, Pounds yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And now they've all been adopted. So oh, I thought okay. that was pretty cool that they found a happy ending after they got them all. And, you know. I mean, that, that's uh, definitely awesome in contrast like some of the older anim- animal movies a year, which is kind of like why we have uh, animal movies now. When when they ha- uh, have animals in the movie, they go, no animal was harmed in this movie. Cause, uh, right. You know. And I tell you what, if they ever do The Fox and the Hound, I'm going to be crying like a baby because that one still <laughs> yeah. gets me. Um that is one of my favorite all-time movies too. I just, great movie. just, they're just the way that hey, we'll always be friends. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, right. forever. You know what I mean? And then they ended up having to be enemies. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? And that just that just tugs at your heartstrings. You know what I mean? Oh just, yeah. He's like, if you ever come back here again, I'll kill you. You know, copper yeah. or whatever. And I was like, man, you know, just when they were young, it's like even today. You know, um, kids don't see color. Yeah. They just know that they're their friends in school, you know what I mean? Um, and then later on in life when they start getting their prejudices in, yep. that's when it all takes place, you know what I mean? Which is taught. Not like I know. It's not good. Yeah. But, um, yeah, great movie. Fox yeah. Now. So. Um, and then also, uh, at least in the future of Disney+, Plus, we, we know that they're going to do something with Obi-Wan because uh, yeah, McGregor, McGregor was uh, billed back. To reprise his role as a young Obi-Wan. And if you haven't seen the lineup that you can watch on launch, oh, it yeah. is like it's every stacked. single Disney movie ever of all time. Like, I mean, yeah, including all the Marvel movies, should you've missed any. Right. <laughs> all the Marvels, uh, uh, at least all up the Star to Wars. Captain Marvel, I believe, is how All the how Star Wars, all go. the classical Disney movies you could ever want. Yeah. Um, there's some, some in there that I haven't seen in years. I mean, I think like Blackbeard's well, some, Ghost. Some of them uh, have been locked in the, the, the quote unquote Disney vault right. forever, and they haven't released again. Right. Uh, well, uh, th- they may now, never release because yeah, they're going to have it on there. They're going to have it on stream. Which is uh, pretty cool. You know what? Because some of those stuff were getting hard to find. Oh, yeah. And now everybody can have it. And what is it? Five ninety nine or something? Yeah. Something I, crazy. Which, which is uh, uh, for a streaming service that's great. Um, but I also think uh, because of the massive amount of streaming services there are now, because you got Disney Plus now, uh, which is right around the corner. You got Netflix. You, you got, got Hulu. Hulu. You got Amazon. HBO. You got Amazon. CBS has one CBS, now. CBS. Uh, and then if, if you watch... Uh, Apple T, Apple's going to come yep. out with something, too, I think. Uh, Apple's... Yeah, Apple is going to come out with something. And then, uh, you know, if you watch uh, anime like myself, there's, you know, Crunchyroll. And then there's VRV, which also includes Boomerang. 
which I do watch. I love, dude, I've been watching like old Scooby Doo episodes. I love Scooby Doo, uh, but uh, you know, the, you know, there's there's that also. So there's so many streaming services that I think uh, if any more happens, if not already, there's there's going to be a resurgence uh, in like massive uh, uh, internet piracy well, because it's a lot to pay for to try to see all. Well, here's see. here's what I think is going to end up happening. I think Disney's going to end up buying a couple of them. I think they'll end and up cornering, cornering the market again. Like, um, did they get Fox? They got Fox. Yeah, they right? got Fox. They, right. that is, they got Fox. That is official now. Okay, so uh, if we have Disney's already got Fox. I mean, if they take Hulu or if they take Netflix, can you imagine if they buy Netflix? Well, here's the thing. They own part of Hulu. Right. Yeah. Right, part of it, but they don't own all of it yet. You yeah, know what I mean? But true. I'm just saying, if they ever come out where they just get everything, which is coming, I don't know. It's... It's an interesting direction, uh, right. and then. But I'm more interested about some of the newer content that they're going to be putting on Disney Plus than what uh, then, some of the stuff. Yeah, that are, I've already. It'll seen. be very nice to see all the old stuff, but oh, I yeah. am also looking forward to the new content. I mean, that's that's what I like uh, uh, about some of these streaming services is the originals they come out with. So you know, Netflix has all their Netflix comedies, and they got Netflix originals, uh, and then you got Hulu's even got some Hulu originals. One one I've been watching is uh, Hand. Made tale. Oh, it's intense. But uh, uh, but I was noticing on. I was looking through that list. I was I was looking to see if they were going to put it out there. That that they and it's not on there that I saw is Song of the South. Do you know the song? I am not familiar with that. Uh, the one where the guy sings zippity doo da zippity day. Oh, you know, okay, um, yeah, yeah. Because of the time it was shot, um, you know, it's considered highly racial. I thought that was uh, that was a Mary Poppins song. No. No, this or was that originally in something else? And then made it into Mary Poppins. And that's not even in Mary Poppins. Are you sure? Yeah, I thought that was a no. Was it's in Song oh, of the South. All right, um, because um, uh, I think um, it it was it's been banned by Disney. Look it up on your phone while I'm hmm. talking. I think it's called Song of the South, um, and you'll see where it's been banned or whatever. Um, so I, Disney sticking true to the word about that, you know what I mean? So, but yeah. it's very, you know, racial and I don't know if it should be, uh, should it be included or should it not be included? I, I'm asking you, Terrence. Oh, you um, I mean, but I, you've never seen it. So you wouldn't have a, exactly, a, a dog I, in the fight. Exactly. So exactly. Um, but I think they're trying to get where they don't offend uh, people, you know. Well, I mean, they've always been very protective of their IP in general. Right. Um, Disney and we has about always been that. very strict about what they put out and, and their image, basically. Right. Um, so while you're doing that, we'll go. We'll. Um, did you find it? Uh, yeah, it says uh, Disney Plus streaming will not offer "quote unquote" racist Song of the South film. See, there you yeah. go. Now, did you read anything about it? Uh, just no, I just that's that's the right. title, which I think says so. Says um, uh, yeah, see, so it's not on there. So we've talked about Disney Plus now. I mean, we've talked about the new content, the old content. So this is this is something else that I want to talk about before we get into something else. I want to talk about reboots, reshoots, and new content. Yep. All right. Me and you both know that we've talked about reboots or remakes. Yeah. Right? How the sequel is never better than the original, except in a handful of occasions yep. that come to mind. Um, but now, as of this week, you know you're getting the Saved by the Bell reboot, 
Yeah. You're getting the new Battlestar Galactica reboot. That's right. They are doing Even though they're uh, not saying it's a reboot, it's just basically a continuation of somewhere in that storyline. But at all sense of purposes, it's coming out again. It's a reboot. Right. (laughs) Then you got the the Ghostbusters cast coming back, which I've already heard that they were coming back, but I guess now they're making it official. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... That was kind of always uh, so. Ghostbusters three is coming rumor. out. Uh, so, so what's your feelings on reboots, reshoots, uh, remakes, uh, or would you rather see new content? Uh, because honest, to me, it seems like they're running out of ideals really quick. I That's even why say I that. thought it's, it's a very here's here's my take on it. It's uh, movies is more. It's a very controlled market nowadays. Uh, and that's why you see a lot of the original stuff on streaming services. Like, if you look at like a lot of the Netflix originals, there are a lot of original ideas um, that are, are hit or miss for sure. But it it leaves more room to explore ideas and concepts. Where like when it comes to big movies, if you come up with something new with the hand uh, with the um, with the exception of like you know a, a handful of movies that come out that are uh, original. Um, it's either it's safer to do a reboot knowing that you're going to pull in numbers based on the previous uh, audience from you know the original movie, uh, but yeah, it's just I feel like especially when you sign with uh, let's say a big movie studio, right? Um, they're only going to pick and choose what they know is going to make money. So let let's say you have five different writers, you have five different scripts come your way. You're big, you know. Let's let's say. Uh, uh, Disney, right? You, you come up to Disney, you're like, "Hey, I got these five movie ideas. Um, four of them are original, and one's a reboot." And then they look at them all and they be like, "Well, we know that reboot will make a lot of money, but we're not really sure about these other four. They're gonna go with the one that makes a lot of money." And then it, sometimes the turnaround just falls flat on their face. Exactly. Or if someone comes in with the original idea and then they try to, you know, sign with a. a, a a uh, big movie company. Uh, the big movie company goes, we like that, uh, but we want you to change 75% of it. So, Which what, happens a lot. So what, then they end up exiting because they don't want right. their story being butchered. So what reboot has happened, or remake, I'll say, um, has happened that has just totally made you mad? Um, I know Dragon Ball Z is up there for you. It's got to be up there. That oh, uh, I wouldn't. That's just live action. That's what that is. Right. Um, because technically, they have had a reboot, and that was the resurgence of the um, the the new arc in anime, which uh, which is pretty awesome. I watched that all the way through Dragon Ball Super. It's fun. I'm not going to get into it. But um, <laughs> as far as uh, reboots or you know bringing something back uh, or trying to make a spinoff of or whatever. I, I think one of the ones I was pretty disappointed by was, uh, and I gave it a chance. Don't get me wrong. I was excited for it when I heard about it. I watched it and I was like, wow, um, that was a big letdown. And that was uh, Ocean's 14, which is, you know, the all-woman mm-hmm. cast uh, heist movie. I love heist movies. Uh, but the problem with that movie for me was uh, in every, like, Ocean's movie, Ocean's 11, 12, 13, I enjoyed all three. Uh there was always like this big sort of hiccup within the heist that's like, oh crap, this could just break everything and like we can all get caught, arrested, so and so. Or they, they do have a pivotal moment where, uh, like I believe in uh, Ocean's uh, 13, 
they do all get arrested, but that was part of the plan. You find out in the end. Right. Um, there was never that moment in Ocean's Fourteen. It just went perfect. Like everything went perfect, and you really didn't. the The biggest conflict was like, oh no, my ex is here. He might ruin things. Like that was it. Uh, but other than that, there's really no like edge of my seat moment where I'm like, oh, what's going on? You know. Um, it just it just went all too well. Uh, and then the interactions between the characters seemed like they were trying too hard to be like the originals because in Ocean's, you know, 11 through 13, you have the, uh, you have Daniel Ocean and then you have uh, uh, Rusty, who's like, you know, almost his like go-to guy to talk to. Uh, they have this dynamic um, that's very enjoyable to watch on screen. It's almost like they tried to kind of replicate that, but it didn't do so well. And I wanted to like it. I really did. So it wasn't like I came into this movie skeptical. But when I watched it, I was so let down. That would be my biggest, like, reboot sort of disappointment. Well, I've recently joined up with Amazon Prime Video. Yeah. Okay. Um, And what's on the main page when you click it on is Mr. Mom. Uh, It's a TV series now, which is Hmm. a playoff of Mr. Mom, the Michael Keaton movie from 1983, 5, somewhere in there. That is one of my all-time favorite movies, just because I see so much of myself in him. You know what yeah. I mean? And I'm going to give it a shot, but I already know that I'm not going to like it as much. You know, because, oh, number gotcha. one, it's a TV show. Yeah. You know, and... You can only do so much. Well, I mean, no, they could probably do more, but I don't know if that's going to... More does not always necessarily equal better. I mean, well, look, that's at, what I mean. look yeah. at the Transformers movies. If uh, We start yeah. there, you know what I mean? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So it doesn't mean that more is necessarily better i'm I'm gonna give it at least a shot but i don't have high hopes for it yeah um same way like um, i caught a little bit of uh the beverly hills 90210 uh reboot where oh, all yeah. the characters are actually playing the real life name you know and the, yeah it's it's weird it's so really weird let me let me flip the question to a positive light what reboots or remakes or like long after a long time coming out with the sequel that you did enjoy okay um, one right off the bat that I didn't mind. Uh, I don't think it's quite as good as the original, but I enjoyed it. Was the Magnificent Seven? Oh yeah, Denzel okay. Washington. Yeah, absolutely, oh, fantastic. Um, let's see. Um, oh, lately, give me one if you got one. While Blade I'm Runner. thinking, Blade Runner. First. That's the first one that pops to my mind. Uh, the a, new Blade. Yeah. I really like Blade um, Runner. Tron Legacy was good. Uh, yeah. Even though it's a little bit older now, um, but it was still a, it was a solid sequel that was right. long overdue. I guess I out. really like um, the Underworld movies. Have yeah, no, those are fun. Yeah, I think they're fun. Um, you know, it's some, I hate it when they tell like a trilogy and then they go back and try to do a prequel. To yeah, the, you know what I mean. It, it gets a little. I think that was the weaker of the movies when right. it came to the Underworld movies when they tried to go. Well, back we and, can talk and, about another reboot that's coming out. What the Matrix? Are they doing another they Matrix are, movie? I, and you know what? Honestly, um, at least according to other fans, because I personally liked all three movies, but I know a lot of people only liked the first movie and hated the other two. Yeah, the so, CGI was a little wonky where he was fighting all the Mr. Smiths, though. You know what I mean? You could tell. Yeah, that it but was it was still so fun. Um, <laughs> it was a little weird. And then he bought the albino twins. That was oh, a little yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Which is interesting because I think it's, once again, one of those cases where, um, interestingly enough, there is an extended lure to this, but like... You don't know about them unless you look into that extended. And, uh, you know, Star Wars has the same problem where, like, they they show all these things in the movie, and but you have to really go 
out of your way to look up what it is, what it's about, blah, blah, blah. So uh, that was that one, the, the those ghost twins. Um, you don't know about them unless you go outside of the movie and look, read other stuff, play the games, blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, I th- I honestly, because of how much I know the other, the Matrix 2 and 3 were hated, um, I feel like it can only improve the the movie not to mention it's uh spearheaded by uh keanu reeves and um uh the woman who played trinity yeah uh Uh, moss yeah uh so i mean honestly i feel like because of the bad taste that two and three left in people's mouth it can only do better right there's in my opinion and not to mention you have better cgi um yeah there was also announced last week or the week before that uh, harrison ford wants to do indiana jones 5 and from what i read that's going to be his last Hurrah! His last movie, I think. I really? think he might retire. Yeah, this. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised um, because he hated the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and I wasn't really a big fan either. I love Indiana Jones. Yeah, but that one was. That yeah. was, it was like X Files meets <laughs> Indiana Jones. Like, yeah, it was. Uh, it wasn't really that good. I mean, I still liked it because it's Harrison Ford. But, yeah. Um. So reboots. Uh. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see, you know, and then he, here's another reboot that I'm actually uh, interested to see what direction it goes in, and that is Disney starting their X-Men line or their their mutants, uh, uh, sort of actually introducing mutants into the Marvel universe. What, what I'm more interested to see is where Spider-Man going to end up in all this. Yeah, um, I don't know if that will ever iron itself out. No, I don't uh, think so either because they've just. <laughs> I'm still in the hopes that we're going to get a good Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> you know, I'm hoping. Yeah. But th- I think they've done so much damage to it that it's going to be years before we see anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's I'm, unfortunate. I'm still waiting it's, for uh, a good Doctor Doom. Right. One of my favorite villains who just hasn't uh, been nailed. They just can't. <laughs> they you just know? can't. It's like, him. you know, if they get Johnny Storm right or whatever, then they mess up. Get up somebody else. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. I, I was just like, can't we just get it all together and just nail it down? Right. Which... Um, Speaking of the racial thing, that that movie where they made Johnny Storm black, uh, the, the the most recent yeah. remake, you know, I mean, that whole movie was just terrible. Here's the thing, like I, I like uh, um, uh, Michael Chiklis. J uh, J uh, no 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 oh. um, the the guy who played the new Johnny Storm. Oh yeah yeah. Um, I don't know why I'm blanking on his name. Uh, uh, looking at what you're talking. He, is, I really like him as an actor, and that is easily his weakest role. Uh, but given almost everybody in that movie, that was Michael probably B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. So uh, weakest role easily. Like I, I watched that movie when I was working at Family Video. Um, it was. You know, I got a feeling all you did was watch videos there because every that's time like, we that's talked, that's all I did. Yeah, that's, that's exactly all I did, man. Um, so someone put that on. So I was like, ah, I've never seen it, and there's really no one here, so I'll tune into it. So uh, I watched this movie, and um, I see why everybody kind of just wants to disown it. <laughs> as far as like everybody who worked with it, like that the the director wanted to completely disassociate himself with it, and all the actors. Like kind of just wanted to get it over. Well, with. they're saying that they want him, uh, that uh, he's going to be a star in the new Matrix movie. Really? Yeah. That'd so, be interesting. Yeah. See. Oh, okay. I'll be joined to star in new Matrix movie. So, we'll see how it goes. Um, we'll see. Um, they also think that he's going to be returning as Killmonger in Black Panther two. That'd be awesome. That's uh, what they're saying. Yeah. Um, 
And then the, that he's going to be in the uh, Rainbow Six movie franchise. Oh, okay. So we'll see. Um, we'll see where that goes. Yeah. I'm, like I said, I don't get I don't get my hopes up. Yeah. Over anything anymore. Um, so now let's go ahead and move into recent movies that we have watched. So if yeah. you want to do one, I'll do one, and then we'll go back and forth until. So I guess I'll kind of go in uh, order of recent things I've watched. Uh, I finally watched John Wick three, and we were talking about earlier. Have you haven't seen any of them? Uh, I love John Wick three, and I just love the John Wick series, and it's purely based on the action that's in it. Um, before the f- the first John Wick, I kind of had uh, like I've all when I was younger absolutely loved action movies uh and when i say action movies i'm talking this movie is action for the sake of action um i haven't seen a good one in a while and then i watched john wick and i was just completely in awestruck of how awesome this movie was i'm like oh man that was great uh i've watched it so many times now and two keeps up the same pace and three takes it to the next step and another thing that i enjoyed that what i enjoyed about three is there's some very unique fight scenes uh that i haven't seen in other movies um one of them being there's this uh there's this fight scene in a uh sort of a museum sort of antique weapon shop right so they're just showing like like old like guns and swords and knives and uh it's this scene where he's fighting uh, all these dudes because basically three is all about hey there's a there's a huge bounty on him now and everybody's trying to cash in and he's been completely cut off from the sort of the uh, assassin network or whatever that he would usually rely on to supply him and stuff so he's getting no supplies no help no backup um and he's in this uh, sort of uh, shop or museum or whatever and they have this full-on like knife fight in this shop and uh one thing that i've always been put off in like movies and stuff is uh in action movies in particular action movies are very uh uh, uh they do this all the time like you'll, you'll you'll get a knife they'll throw it at a dude and it just sticks them and they're done they're like ah and then they're, oh, that's it a, a knife won't do that so in this scene it's just them throwing knives back and forth at each other just taking knives and then just like pulling knives out and throwing them back and it's just it's this really amazing fight scene um very graphic for anybody who wants to watch the john wick series (laughs) but that was very unique i thought and then there's a whole other uh scene where um holly berry's in it and she has uh uh, two dogs that she fights with so it's in her fighting in tandem with her dogs and um, now, given this scene, you can tell the scene was because uh, they use real dogs in this. So um, there are certain things that you're like, why does that happen? And I'm like, well, they're using real dogs to do these scenes so they can right. only do so much. But I still appreciate it that they went. They're not going to use CGI dogs. They used real dogs. They trained these dogs for these scenes. And it turned out very well and awesome. Um, and that, that was something uh, uh, my wife pointed out when we were watching it. Because uh, when when a dog like attacks a dude, they'll kind of like just grab something and then they'll just kind of be like, ah. Uh, and then my wife was like, well, I mean, realistically, wouldn't they just punch the dog? And then I'm like, well, yeah, but they're using real dogs, so they're not going to do that. Right. They don't want to have Pete on them. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So um, that was it's, it's a small nitpick. But those were like two very unique scenes that I liked. And uh, how you were saying you saw a scene with a the horse. There is a scene where he's riding a horse. Uh, through New York 
and he's getting chased by like bikers and he's he's you know fighting the bikers on horseback um and it was a very cool scene uh but yeah, th- that that would be my one movie, okay. the one of the, the um, first movies I saw. One of the more recent ones I've seen is called The Peanut Butter Falcon. Have you heard of it? I have not. Okay. Uh, the Peanut Butter Falcon is about is a story about um, a guy who is down on his luck, and he is basically um, in the Louisiana Bayou, Yeah. and he's on a boat, and he's like stealing people's crab, you know, how they drop it for crab, oh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He's stealing lobsters, whatever. And he's still in their thing, and these people find out that he's been stealing from them. Yeah. So you know they're like they beat him up or whatever. Well, but what you don't realize is the there's a kid with Down syndrome, mm-hmm. and he's in this nurse. His parents don't want him anymore or whatever, and he's in this. They got him in this nursing home. Yeah. And there's one of the ladies that watches him is in the nursing home. That's so she can keep an eye on him. But he's in there like with this old guy, and they're in cahoots together. And he's always trying to run away and all this because he's, you know, and he's thrilled with watching wrestling. He has this VHS tape. It's like from the 80s of this famous wrestler. I don't even know who, what his name was anymore, like Captain Amazing or whatever. Yeah. And he just gets up there. He memorizes, you know, he he memorizes like the movies, you know. And well, uh, so he tries to run away and they keep, she's like, look, they put bars on his window, right? Yeah. And the old guy's in there and. Uh, one night he's he's like uh, we gotta get out of here you know so the old guy helps him and they take this thing and they crank the bars on the window and spread it, uh, spread it and he bit. gives him this lube and he says lube up all over he gets, <laughs> he gets in his underwear you know and he squeezes through this bar and he takes off running you see him running down the road and all <laughs> so he's escaped yeah and uh, throughout the whole movie you know he comes to find out you know he, he runs into that guy that's down on his like he hides on his boat yeah and uh, you know the, the the people that he so the guy that was uh, still and everything you know beat up or whatever he decides he, th- he throws lighter fluid all over these uh, crab cages and he lights them on fire and they the guy see him they start chasing him so he jumps in his boat they take off and they're hiding in the brush or whatever and um, he shuts off his motor and the guys go by or whatever. And then uh, the, he sees the kid in the boat. He's like, what are you doing here? He's like, first chance you get, you know, we're going to drop you off or whatever. And he's like, I just want to, I'm trying to get to this wrestling school. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's like, will you help me? And, you know, the um, I mean, it just tugs at your heartstring the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't know how to swim. And uh, so the one guy's like, I'm just leaving you here, whatever. So the kid's like, okay. So he starts walking, you know. <laughs> And the guy walks up the road, and he you know he gets he gets a ride from this guy, and he's like, "Well, they got roadblocks up looking for this guy that set this fire." He's like, "Well, thanks. I'm just going to get out and walk. I forgot some." So he walks back, and this kid um, has climbed up to the top of like this I don't know like a steel mill or something, yeah. like a wood mill. And there's a kid up there. He's like, "Jump! Jump in the water! Go ahead, jump in the water! Are you chicken? Are you stupid? You know?" Yeah. So basically, the guy sees it. He knows he can't swim. Yeah. And so the kid basically gets shoved off into the water or jumps in the water and he can't swim. So the guy dives in after him. So after that, they kind of become friends, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's teaching him how to swim. Uh, but all the time, this lady starts to look for this kid uh, because he's out on his own. You know, yeah. He doesn't know where he's at. Uh, there's some shenanigans that happen in between. I don't want to give any way away for the movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. Uh, there is some language. But uh, it's really good. The, 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 and so finally he meets his... Uh, they go down and they finally get to the address that the kid had memorized from this old VHS tape, right? Yeah. The wrestling school or whatever. And they knock on this trailer door and they just run down trailer. And yeah. They, and it's the the wrestler. The, he's older. He's like, I haven't done that for like 15 years. And he's like, well, he's like, could you do me a favor? He said, could you just shake the hand of this kid that's come all this way, talk to him? Yeah. And so he comes up there. He's like, oh, he's like, yeah. He's like, uh, Captain Amazing doesn't live here anymore. Blah, blah, blah. And the kid's like, oh, uh, okay 
He's like, nice meeting you. So they, they leave, and, you know, they're, they're, they're walking back down the road. They're, the ladies decide that she's taking him back to wherever. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you've seen this Trans Am or something come down, and it's the guy dressed up in his wrestling gear. He's yeah. like, hey. He's like, I heard you were looking for me or whatever. So he takes <laughs> him back to his rundown trailer. Yeah. Sets up, like, a makeshift ring just out of, like, some, some little yeah. rope or whatever, you know. And he's teaching him, like, wrestling moves, wrestling that. Well... Jake the Snake Roberts is in this movie. Oh, nice. Jake yeah, and yeah. also Mick Foley is in this movie. Oh, nice. Right. So um, I'm not going to ruin the end of the movie for you, but he, he becomes the peanut butter falcon because one night they get drunk and uh, he's like, well, you got to come up with a hero name. You know what I mean? So yeah. you see him like uh, put peanut butter all over him and <laughs> all over himself and feathers. Um, it is a fantastic movie. Tell it exactly your heartstrings. Great yeah, movie. Yeah, I've actually never I need you it, to check. I hadn't yeah, either. Check it out. But you need to check it out. That's a good one. So I'll, I'll toss it back to you if you've got another. Yeah, I, I got a couple actually. Um, well, so do one, I. But I'm this just... one will tie back into previous conversations. I finally watched the Latin. And this is something we've talked about, you know, the outside, first real talk, right? Uh, yeah. uh, outside of, uh, um, well, yeah, we talked about it in the first real talk. I hadn't seen it then, um, and then we, we've talked about this uh, off uh, podcast. But um, now I can tell everybody's feeling. Since we have talked about, it, I can tell the audience's feelings of uh, how I felt about Aladdin, um, which is it was entertaining, it was enjoyable, but easily forgettable. That would be my quick rundown of how I felt about it. Uh, as far as um, all the cast and everything. I had no problem with the songs. I had no problem with, uh, uh, you know, all the actors. I think everybody did great. I liked all the songs. The only one, the only two songs that I felt were like really kind of shoved in there were the two new songs uh, with Princess Jasmine, and that was I don't know. It just didn't fit the pace or almost the tone and feel. Were like. Uh, Kind of like forced in there. Yeah, because right? Beauty and the Beast, they gave Beast a song, but it fit. And it was, I liked that song. I was like, oh, and, and Beast has his own song, and it's great. Um, and we talked about this before. Yeah. We, we both think that Beauty and the Beast is probably the best one they've done so For far. Sure. Uh, every, everything about that. I have, I have really no bad critiques about that movie, to be honest. Nope. It was just a, a really great remake. And they, I think they nailed all the characters they did. perfectly. Um, where Aladdin, uh, it just... That would be my biggest thing is the the two songs really kind of felt shoved in there. Um, there was some, I feel, character development that they really tried to rush and shove in there, which is like the end when uh, uh, Jafar finally has, he's like, I'm now the Sultan. Yeah, and it was really they were like, quick. Yeah, and they were like, uh, uh, what was his name? Uh, uh, Hasim. And then they were like, oh, Hasim, we grew up together and this and that. And I remember this. And I'm like, this all feels so sudden and quick. And like I like I should f- feel for him or something, or I should understand his plight in such a small short of time. I'm like, for me, he's just been a guy who's popped up for the punchline, uh, and like he, he keeps arresting Aladdin. But I didn't even know he was captain of the guard or whatever. Right, and and I feel like the whole ending, you know, the whole thing where he turns into you know, make me a, uh, the most powerful sorcerer, yeah. make me the G. It was like really quick. Like it was. I was like. I felt like they, they saved that big sort of, like, climactic action in the part when they teleport him away, and then he comes back, and then he has a... Uh, 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 even before that, when um, Jafar turns Iago into, like, a giant bird, and then they're chasing right, right through the, I right, felt like right. that was the big climactic action, and then finally when, you know, he does turn into a genie, it was uh, just it, like, it's very whoop, quick. And but I was like... I, I felt that there were some things that they just couldn't figure out how to pull off in sort of a, a 
in this live action uh, setting because there are some like just things that happen in Aladdin that should stay in a cartoon, if that makes sense. Right. So like I, I know pulling off that whole end scene would have been difficult to impossible, right? Um, so I understand why they did it, but it still just felt quick, like you were saying. Yeah, it, um, it rushed. And it, it's because of these small things that it. after I watched it, it just made me want to watch the original. Right. And Well, and another thing you talked about when we talked about off the air was about it was a Guy Ritchie movie and nothing yes. about and it. and nothing – like every time I see a Guy Ritchie film, I'm a huge, 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 huge fan of Guy Ritchie. He's one of my all-time favorite directors. He's what's driven me to write uh, and want to direct in the future. Uh, I love Guy Ritchie. Uh, I love his work. And this, I could not... Every movie you watch of Guy Ritchie, you can see sort of a, his, his signature well, Why don't you name almost. a couple of them so the audience knows yeah, absolutely. the movies so, that you're talking um, about? Yeah, my, some of my favorites are uh, Snatch, Lockstock, Two Smoking Barrels. Uh, he also did uh, Rock and Rolla. Uh, he did, more recently, uh, Arthur. Um, which that was mixed review. I, I personally enjoyed it. I thought it was a good movie. Um, definitely not his best, but it was a it was a very much enjoyable movie. And I understand he when he wrote that it was uh, him trying to do a more serious movie because a lot of his movies are comedies. Uh, they're ensemble comedies. Uh, lots of shenanigans happen. Now these are all very R rated. Um, lots of language and you know violence and stuff. But um, very great movies. Uh, and they all have whether it's the score, which I realize he has no control over, um, when it comes to like you know Aladdin, because uh, not only is it from something already, but uh, as far as scores, there would be no way to input his sort of signature like scores in, in, into Aladdin at all. So I get that, um, but there's also certain action sequences in uh, in all his movies that he's very known for that you also didn't see that I, I could I felt he could have. Uh, fit in um but it, there was just no him in this movie like if i if i if you didn't tell me and if i didn't see his name on it i wouldn't know he did it right at all because there's nothing there's no part but of the you movie. don't know how much disney let him get do exactly i, I, I they, feel they, i feel they like uh, cut out of, there could be a lot of stuff in the that he put in that, that the dv like the extended director's cut or something you know what i mean yeah that, that would be in there because he, he always has these uh as far as his movies goes he always has these either interesting camera angles or interesting snapshots and like a, a mixture of like slow-mo and like um just things he does with sounds uh, that he like plays around with that just really ties in a scene together or like puts in perspective on things, um, and that's almost in, like all of his movies. But that just wasn't in this one at all. And there's just like I said, there's really no Guy Ritchie flair in it. Uh, right. And that was one of the things I was excited for. I was like, "What Guy Ritchie's doing a lot? It's gonna be awesome." Um, uh, but definitely, uh, probably his weakest movie. Um, so would you say maybe just watch it once and watch it once? Yeah. yeah. And then you'll probably want to unless, watch the unless that's your movie for me, you know that some you know like my daughter loves it. So I mean, yeah, but she she'd never seen the original Here's, either. And I, I will like, say as a tidbit, and I I find this hilarious. So I remember a lot of people saying, including a, a really close buddy of mine, he's a like, oh, I, I swear if I hear uh, Will Smith rap in in this freaking movie, I'm done with it. I'm walking out of the theater. And so uh, in the end, in the credits, he has a rap of Never Had a Friend Like Me. And I'm like, I actually really like that song. And I... Instead of him trying to do the song, I actually would have preferred him to that's be his own. That's what I told you about the first time we talked about this. I was like, the song felt forced. You know what I mean? Like, to me... 
uh, being a Will Smith fan that I have been, you know, yeah. this is Fresh Prince of Bel Air days, and even DJ Jazzy Jess for Fresh Prince. Yeah. When they started, when he started singing, and I was like, something just, it just doesn't seem right. You know, I mean, yeah. this isn't Will Smith, <laughs> you know, and I understand he has big shoes to follow. I mean, oh, yeah. Robin Williams. You can't really do, yeah. And I like that he didn't try. He definitely, right. he, he definitely he knew he Will Smith's direction on things. All his jokes were very Will Smith centric. Right. Well, so I was I gonna say like like that. like I liked how he did the genie though. You know, the genie oh, yeah. was fine. You know, especially where you know um, they're out there in the desert. You know, and, and Will Smith, you know, dressing up like Prince Ali <laughs> oh, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was great. That was great. Um, so a uh, movie that I watched that um, it's been a while now, but uh, since. Um, I think it's a Netflix original. Okay. And it's called I Kill Giants. Have you watched I Kill Giants? I have watched. That's not a Netflix original, but I have watched it. What did you think of that? Okay, so my opinion I liked the movie. I liked it, but I wish it wasn't uh, uh, presented how I... Because I never never knew what this was. I didn't either. I I I was like, I'm going to give this a shot. I saw a trailer of I Kill Giants, and the trailer and the cover sort of paint a way different picture than what the movie actually is. Um, but so, I was pleasantly surprised by the movie. Absolutely. I, I do like the themes that it covers. It uh, It's a surprisingly deep movie. Like, really deep. Really deep. Especially uh, the ending, too. You're yeah. like, wow. And so it, it's, it's in short, it's, it's dealing with... Uh, life. Pretty much life. life. Yeah. A little life girl... Or, loss. A little and, girl, and, right, yeah. struggling. And, you know, and, and it's a good movie, man. It was it, really good. I, I don't want to say too much. Uh, watch the trailer, but even though the trailer you're going to see, even, no, here's the thing. I wouldn't even say watch the trailer. Just watch it cold. Just come just into the go movie. in there. Huh? Just go in there. Like just watch the movie. It is on Netflix though. Um, I because I, I feel like, like I said, I do feel the tra- the trailer paints a different picture, uh, and you might have different uh, ideas of what the movie might be. And watching it, you might some people might be put off by the fact that it isn't what they thought it was. Well, and I'll, I'll put this out there. When it, when the title says I Kill Giants and the cover and everything, you think yeah. she's going to fight real monsters in this forest. Yeah. But the monster she's fighting is a lot of them's in her head. Yeah. Um, uh, just, just, it's a good movie. Fighting the demons inside. Yeah. It, um, uh, it's a great movie. Something else I've watched recently is uh, Now You See Me 1 and 2. Have oh ever, yeah, yeah, I've, yeah. Great movies, fun movies. They're fun. Yeah, they're um, fun. I started rewatching. Uh, oh, I did watch Die Hard. Everybody can get yep, off my yep. back. Okay, <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> I'm probably gonna get hate AD, but he just said it was okay. How dare you? Like I know uh, uh, Tim Mullins when, when we put out our review of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street or whatever. Oh, he yeah, was yeah. like, "Did you guys have to bash my movie?" <laughs> I was like, I, "I'm not I'm saying it was gonna, bad. I'm just saying it's not what." Honest about it. Yeah, I was like, "I'm just. I'm. It, it wasn't my cup of tea. I'm not yeah. bashing, bashing. I'm just saying the Freddy that's in that movie is not the Freddy that everybody's come. No, I, to I mean, I, I still catch deep. flack, uh, you know, for and because I, I, I do it all the time, but I still, I still catch flack for uh, bashing Breakfast Club. <laughs> yeah, but, I, uh, I got that one too. Uh, I know Sam. Sam. Sam's always bashing us too. Yeah. Uh, a movie I watched, um, and this one was pleasantly, surprisingly good, and it was Light of My Life. And that movie is about, uh, there's basically this uh, sickness, this plague uh, that only affects women. Um, it's taken out most of the women population. So, But the movie, the two main characters are following... Um, basically a father and daughter who he's disguised uh to look like his son because you know the environment that they're in and um there it's just them surviving uh now when i came into it i thought it was going to be almost like uh like the road 
if you've ever seen that. That's the one where it's a dude and his son, um, and they're just surviving this post-apocalyptic... I don't know if I've ever seen it. It's a good movie. Check it out. Um, it's also a good book. It's based off a book. Uh, so I thought it was going to be like that kind of gritty, but it's almost... Uh, it was pleasantly surprising um because at first i thought i was like wow this is a really slow movie but i still enjoy it um but then i found out it's just going in a completely different direction because you you think that like oh they're in this sort of uh because after the plague more or less takes out like half the population right like things aren't running so well but things are still running um but you know there's a lot of people just like uh traveling just trying to make it and um you know it's just following this guy and his daughter and for the most part it's just them and their relationship and seeing them grow into this environment that they're in uh their relationship changing but in different ways of like him being sort of the overprotective father because he has to be because he has a daughter in this world just full of men basically right so he has to protect her and um but in doing that uh he's not uh, seeing that she's grown and she can, she is growing into someone who can handle herself and survive. Um, so it was, yeah, it was a really good movie that uh, I didn't know too much coming into it. I just saw uh, the trailer. Now that once again, I think the trailer shows it to be a lot more action packed than it really is. Right. It's it's a lot of dial. It's really just a lot of interactions between him and his daughter. It's a it's a very uh, very good movie. Did you ever see the movie? Uh, I'm trying to think of the name of it. It might be called Equilibrium. I'm not sure on the title, but it's where they take away all like the books. Of Equilibrium. The art. Yep. Is Equilibrium with Christian. Bale. That is a fantastic movie. I, love that movie. I need to watch that movie again. It's because, a great movie. Yeah. But if you haven't seen that one, definitely check that one out. That that's a really good one. Where uh, like they they take drugs, they like uh, cut their emotions and it's, it's, uh, all. Like I don't even want to say anything because I need to watch it again. It's been it's so great. Long. Yeah. Um, Another one that that I just watched is, uh, and if you've listened to the episode recently, the Twelve Angry Men. Yep. If you have not seen this movie, I don't know how many more times I can tell you. Um, Watch it. The original from 1957. <laughs> the, the the topics that it, the, the the jurors in there, the topic it covers, the 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 acting, the story, everything about that movie is fantastic. And it still stands up till today. It to does. Day. It really does. So I wanted to throw that back out there. Um, I did watch Star Trek First Contact, obviously. Um, now, have we decided what our next movie is going to be? Is it going to be Stagecoach or is it going to be Tombstone? We we flipped a coin. Yeah. And what, Stagecoach one? But then Stagecoach But then you're like, ah, we're going to do and Tombstone. Like, ah, I, so, I kind of really want to watch Tombstone again just because, like, thinking so, about so it. So I like, think we're going to do Tombstone. Yeah. Let's do Tombstone. I think I said Stagecoach in the last episode yeah. we just recorded. <laughs> but I think we're going to do Tombstone. Um, so there you have it, Tombstone. Yeah. Um, I, I, got, I got two more movies I yeah, did watch. Yeah, yeah, um, So after watched uh, – actually, no, it's just one more because, I mean, I watched 12 Angry Men. Basically, same thoughts. I'm not going to repeat it. Uh, and then just watch our last episode to know what I think about Star Trek. Uh, but loved it, in short. Uh, I watched Booksmart, uh, which is... And this will also touch on how I feel about uh, marketing with certain movies. Uh, that makes me <laughs> angry and mad. Um, so I'll start with that, actually. So Booksmart was marketed as the female super bad. Uh, I hate marketing like that. And I think it doesn't allow movies that should be a standalone like original thing to do that because now when i hear that uh, uh 
I'm going in the end, I'm going to end up comparing it to said thing, right? Um, or at the very least, I know that some people are going to be hard and trying to compare it, uh, or hard up and trying to compare something to something. So another example is Atomic Blonde. Yep. Atomic Blonde came out and they're like, oh, it's the female James Bond. And I'm like, uh, it was such a good movie, but it has nothing to do with a Bond movie. It doesn't have the pacing of a Bond movie. It doesn't have anything but I to think do they with just, a Bond movie. they just say that to get people to come watch the movie. But still, like, I felt... Like I, false advertising? It, it really is, because now people are going to judge it off of Bond and give it a bad review, basing it off of Bond, when it has... It really has nothing to do with Bond movies. It, 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 like, Bond is almost this... Uh, it's this romanticized version of a spy. Where Atomic Blonde, I felt, was a really sort of... Uh, probably a closer look at what it's like to be a spy. Like, all the fight scenes are not, you know... Uh, like, cool-looking and martial arty. Like, it's just two people struggling to live. Right. <laughs> it's just these really gritty fight scenes that, that feel real. You know what I mean? Uh but other than that, you know, there's a, it's a lot slower paced because it's a lot more of what a spy goes through and sort of uh, integrating them into um, where they need to be and, you know, creating their cover and then them uh, contacting their contacts. But uh, before I, I'm not trying to get into that movie, but in short, it's not, it doesn't pace like a Bond movie. It's not anything like a Bond movie, but they want to be like, it's like a Bond movie. So. When book, I saw a trailer for Booksmart, and it was like, oh, it's the female super bad, blah, blah, blah. Um, given I can see the similarities, uh, but because it was, it did kind of hit the beats of super bad, uh, I ended up comparing it to super bad, and it, there's no comparison. I just wanted to, <laughs> afterwards, I just wanted to watch super bad because I love super bad. But uh, this movie, it's, it has its moments. Uh, it does have some, like, parts where I did laugh. Uh, there's one character throughout the whole movie that I really enjoyed, but she's she does not in the movie enough. <laughs> to say <laughs> um, that, right? Exactly. Uh, uh, for me, anyway. Um, I, I imagine some people will like it. Uh, but it's, you know, it's very, you know, uh, because it is silent, like super bad, it has that crude kind of humor, so this is definitely not for kids, right? Um, but uh, I did enjoy the relationship between the two main characters. Um, that I did like, and I, I liked sort of uh, them bouncing off of each other and that. But the conflict near the end of the movie that they have felt very forced because of how close their relationship is. Um, and there's some very awkward scenes uh, that I, I guess I won't discuss it here. But there's some very awkward scenes that I felt it took too long to get to the punchline. So, uh, uh, trying to think of the most PG way of explaining this. So, and super bad, there's the scene with Mick Levin and the, and the girl he's with. And, um, and then the cops bust in and they're like, Oh, get out. And then she runs away. And then they're like, Oh no, we didn't mean to stop that from happening, man. <sighs> Where you're supposed to be your friends. Right. Um, there's something similar that happens in, in Booksmart, but they kind of drag it on a little too long. And I'm like, this is very awkward because these, you know, as far as movies movie goes, these are two teenage girls. I don't want to see this. Like, right. uh, So they just linger too long on some scenes that I was just like, I get to the point and get to the punchline because this is a comedy, right? right. Um, and so in the end... It just, it just, it didn't. I, 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 eh, eh, it's eh, not a movie yeah, that you would yeah. care to watch. No, I, no, like, like I said, I'm sure some people could watch it and enjoy it, uh, but it wasn't for me. And because of the marketing, 
I just compared it to Super Bad. After watching it, I kind of just all all I want to do is watch Super Bad now. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, those are all the movies I've, I've watched recently. Right. Um, I was trying to think if there was anything more um, that I watched. Because um, the, the thing with me is I'll start a movie and forget I started a movie. And then I'll be like, oh, what happened to that? It'll say, it'll say, like you'll pull up your, your library or whatever. It'll be like uh, continue watching. watching. Yeah, yeah. It's like all of them. Uh, so I think that's about it for this episode. Um, like I said, we wanted to give one more free one out there before we put this yeah. as Patreon-only content. Um, so if you like what you hear and you want to subscribe, for only a, you can do it for a dollar a month, five dollars a month, whatever you want. We don't care. Um, we just like doing this. It's a hobby. Um, we are going to try to start upgrading some of our equipment soon, I hope. Yep. Um, so even though we may sound good, uh, the computer, my laptop <laughs> is, she's, 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 it's nearing the end of life. <laughs> you know, you go, we, we, we recorded the other day and it said, do you want to update? And I was like, nah. And then we're sitting here, you know, like 40 minutes and later. And then the just, problems roll Yeah, we were sitting here like 40 quickly. minutes later. We're just waiting to record and it's still like thinking, thinking blue circle of death or whatever, you know. <laughs> so I um, hope you enjoyed this. Um, you're actually getting a lot of episodes this week. We're trying to make up for some lost time. Um, we plan on doing um, several more this week. We're working on our Universal Monsters, not Studios. Man, yeah. yeah, we're trying to get those recorded for October right around the corner. Yeah. And me and that cricket, we are going to have a fight. I, I killed some of his buddies today over here on this side. I got to get that side. So he's not too happy with me. So, well, um, I think this is coming to a close. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, and that's don't forget our, to check out our Facebook page and Patreon, which we yeah we just said that before. on the last yeah, episode. But I mean, so. You know, people don't watch all these. Well, okay, so <laughs> if this is your first time listening to us, that is my millennial counterpart. And I said millennial, right? Uh, I'm the older, uh, the old man of the podcast, if you will. Um, the geezer. Yeah, the, the geezer. I'm, I'm on the tail end of millennial, though. So I'm you're like, still, yeah, but if you're the tail of Haley's Comet, you're still the tail, and that's the one that everybody remembers. <laughs> <laughs> so Only because it's like, I, I, don't, uh, I don't share some of the... Um, ignorance that the youngers whoa i'm not calling any of our audience ignorant. i'm not at all but i'm saying like as far as cliche goes yeah like there's sort of two branches of millennial well that's, that's the, with any generation yeah. you know the baby boomers the zennials like i am or whatever yeah. uh the millennials uh whatever them the x generation x i don't know or, what they call it well, d generation x you know <laughs> nwo whatever you want to say <laughs> so yeah, we're going to go ahead and cut this before Terrence starts putting his foot in his mouth even further. Uh, that's a wrap on this episode. And cut.